0: Hi, I'm Chad Emerson, and this is the Downtown Explorer Podcast, the virtual third place where we gather for interesting conversations with downtown innovators and entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. Hi, everyone. Chad Emerson, Downtown Huntsville, Inc. We are back with the Downtown Huntsville Explorer Podcast, part of our little mini-series talking about the local music scene, and we have local musician... Allison Johnson here. Allison, welcome to the pod.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Okay, so before we get into music, uh, you have an interesting, you're not a full-time musician. You actually, I believe, work on The Arsenal?
1: Uh, no, well, but uh, for a government company. Okay, for
0: a government company. Right. So so tell us, um, how what's it like to be a part-time musician? Because you're, you have a full-time day job, mm-hmm. and then you're also having all these gigs. How do you balance that?
1: Well, 20 years ago, it was a lot easier. <laughs> I will tell you that. <laughs> Um, but, yeah, it takes uh, a lot of planning these days and getting schedules kind of synced up um, with my other bandmates and just making sure there's not a lot going on and and just kind of go from there.
0: Now, do you find yourself creating boundaries like I won't play a gig this late if I have to work the next day or on these days we take off or you just kind of play it by ear?
1: For myself, No. Um, but I, again, I do have to consider my other bandmates if, if it's something, you know, Seeking Babylon is doing, um, as a, as a band, if it's just something I'm doing as a solo or something like that, I'm, I'm pretty okay with whatever hours are.
0: So we're gonna talk about Seeking Babylon, mm-hmm. which is one of my favorite, um, <laughs> bands. But before we get there, how did you personally get into live performing? live performing music?
1: Um, well, I had a gig before I even know what I was doing, honestly. Um, and this was back in the day of Gunnersville when Gunnersville used to be happening spot. You know, there were a lot of good music scenes there. Um, a lot of people from all areas went there. I think a lot of people have now, you know, merged over to Huntsville. Uh, but, uh, used to be a, a pretty happening what spot. What were some of the happening spots in Guntersville? Adrian's was really? the big, yeah, that was where I first, um, met and, uh, you know, became friends with Dave Anderson. Um, so there were a lot of bogeys was another big place over there. Um, little kind of a pool hall bar. Um, but anyway, had a lot of fun, met some people over there got up and sang one time with, there were some guys playing at a bar and they asked the crowd, Hey, does anybody know this song? And uh, me and a friend of mine were there and kind of, raised our hands like and they were like well come up here and play it so we got up on stage and played it and the bartender came over to us afterwards and was like hey we want to hire you guys to play here so we were just so excited uh and thrilled at that and we were like okay literally knew about 12 songs and and for the first night that we played actually just played those over and
0: over for a couple of hours. So it was quite okay. funny. <laughs> so so this, this, is, this is a story to dig into a little yeah, yeah. bit. Yeah. So you're, you're in the audience and they call you up. It's like the right. price is right. Exactly. <laughs>
1: exactly. So
0: I assume you had been, Learning something music before you just Oh, I, well,
1: yeah. I mean, yeah, that okay. was just my first, like, live experience. Okay. I've, I've grown up playing music my whole life. I have a musical family. My dad's side of the family grew up playing bluegrass. All of his brothers and family, everybody plays an instrument of some sorts. Um, so I grew up surrounded by that. So okay. music has been my love forever, you know, as long as I can remember.
0: When you got caught up to that stage, what did it feel like?
1: Oh, I really don't know that I was feeling anything that first time. I was so nervous, um, you know, which I'm I'm so glad that I'm over that now. I, I still get a little nervous now even uh, sometimes, but, you know, that particular first moment
0: was pretty terrifying. Do you remember the songs that you sang? Oh,
1: yeah. It was, uh, oh, gosh, it was a Creed song, okay. which is so funny. Um, oh, what was the song? Was it? arms wide open or something. Yeah, whatever that yeah. whatever their popular song yeah, was, I was one of them during that era yeah. like the guys that were playing did not know it and I happen to know how to play it so it was yeah pretty funny
0: so from there um you started performing regularly or what What was yeah the road, that road led there?
1: that was at a little bar called Woody's and so that led to Okay, my friend and I, you know, kept getting they kept getting us back, you know, because we we had a lot of friends and so we had this huge following that would come in, <laughs> and so that led to some other bars around the area popping in and hearing us and saying, "Hey, come play at our place," you know, stuff like that. So we get the little networking going in Gunnersville, and which was great, and that led us over to the the Adrian's uh, bar, and they we became their pretty much house band. So we, we played there five nights a week plus doing a day job. So that wow. was, you know, that was a lot.
0: How did you transition over to the Huntsville music scene?
1: Um, that was through, uh, Miller's actually. Okay. Yeah. It was actually through Miller's, um, played well for seeking Babylon, okay. have played a couple of little gigs, uh, throughout the years. Um, just, People that knew me, you know, it was just kind of a word of mouth, you know, and that's actually kind of how Miller's actually started too. a friend of mine, um, was really good friends with Jill and was like, Hey, they need somebody to come play some acoustic. Do you want to come play? And so I'd ask my friend Kira if she wanted to come play the over at Miller's with me. And then again, it took off and we we had a great time. We had a lot of people come out. Um, and so they, you know, kept getting us back, getting us back. And that just developed into, okay, we've got a thing here, you know. And um, that just kind of led to word of mouth networking, you know, other people popping in to hear us and, you know, getting us to come play at this place. And then that eventually, uh, we, we asked Kira's sister, uh, Katie, to come, you know, play the drums with us or whatever, djembe. And uh, just to have a little fun. And we were like, well, this sounds really good. We should just keep this, you know. So that's kind of how the three of us, you know, kind of developed and came together. So,
0: And a band was born.
1: And a band was born, yeah.
0: So I remember it was a Friday evening, I believe it was Thursday or Friday, and I was dropping off some downtown Huntsville craft beer trail carts mm-hmm. at Interspace. They ran out of <laughs> cards. i take them over to Stewart and the team. And uh, while I was there, y'all are playing, or this band is playing, and it just had a really cool sound. I go, Stuart, who's that? And he goes, Seeking Babylon. I go, well, that's a great name, yeah. too. <laughs> so before we talk about your musical like influences, Seeking Babylon, how did that happen?
1: <laughs> well, we uh, so the song Babylon by David Gray, mm-hmm. uh, We that was just one that we've always liked to play. I, I've played that for years, uh, even with my friend Christy Beard when we play. Uh, it's just a, a cool song. We like to put our own little twist on it, and so we thought, oh, it'd be cool to do something around the, the word Babylon, you know? And so we reached out to a bunch of our friends and were like, help us come up with something that, you know, that's going to kind of roll off the tongue and be, you know, cool for a band name. And um, uh, our friend Kelly Dockery actually came back and said, Seeking, Seeking Babylon. It's like, that's it. So that's that's how the name became.
0: What's, what's interesting, and you know, I'm not super well versed in the music scene here, but I go around a lot of places. I see a fair number of solo female artists. Mm -hmm. I don't see a lot of bands that are all female in Huntsville. Is that fair to say?
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: What do you attribute that to?
1: Mm, Honestly, I'm not really sure. Uh, Maybe it's just... um, um,
0: Because y'all are definitely trailblazers in that sense. I mean, I don't know. Have there been other all-female bands. I know there's been female leads and other, you know, but I, I thought it was really interesting to see that and hear that sound.
1: Right, right. And maybe it's just a matter of, uh, you know, the right people meeting or knowing that each other exists, uh, honestly, because I know there, there are a lot of musicians around here, even that I still haven't had the opportunity to hear or, or talk to or anything like that. Um, so, you know, how, how many bass female bass players do we have Hmm. i you know that's a that would be my first question i know we have several guitarists you know several singers um a handful of drummers maybe you know so i think just kind of trying to piece all those puzzles together you know or finding out who can fit in those pieces
0: do you think it affects your bookings at all you know whether in a good way or a bad way or no way to be one of the few all female bands that play regularly in the Huntsville music scene?
1: Mm, I wouldn't say that it affects it negatively um, by any means. Well, that's th- a good thing. Yeah. I, I hope not. I, ho- right. I want to make sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think we have a good following, um, um, a very uh, um, uh, diversified following, and, you know, people of all kinds, everybody comes out and has a good time. That's, I mean, that's what we're trying to achieve you know obviously is to do what we love to do um but also make sure that everybody else is having a great time and and uh so luckily and hopefully continually we'll be able to provide that. You know, there's a lot of great establishments here in Huntsville, a lot of upcoming ones, um, you know, and there's several even right now that we haven't had a chance to get into and play, and maybe sometimes some of those um, venues, we may not be the right sound for a lot of those, um, and that's that's totally fine. I think, you know, each place may be, you know, may kind of cater to a little bit of a different um, you know, atmosphere and sound. You know, they don't want loud bands or, or whatever. So, yeah. How
0: would you describe the Seeking Babylon sound? Because it's definitely has rock influences. I mean, y'all are playing up there, yeah, but it doesn't feel like some kind of like heavy metal type vibe nah. either.
1: No, I mean, yeah, we we uh, I've always loved the the like '90s alternative music, you know, and and so that's what we don't we don't do a like heavy amount of that right now i mean we've kind of merged into mixing you know everything from 80s to 90s to you know even maybe even some 60s or 70s or you know just kind of we just want to to play some good songs and songs that we enjoy playing but also that everyone else hopefully will enjoy um i don't know maybe it's like a folky rock kind of alternative folky rock i don't Maybe. Do you
0: have any um, artists or, or bands that you look up to and say, wow, I mean, that, that's a sound that I really connect with
1: locally or just
0: in general, in the industry as a whole, all the oh, way from wow. the cranberries all the way down oh, to the local to yeah. uh, Van Halen, you, I mean, you name it. <laughs>
1: I mean, yeah, I think, well, yeah, well, you named several right there. Cranberries, Go-Go's. I mean, those are all like very influential bands. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I well, I mean my all-time favorite band is Pink Floyd. I I mean that's just that's just me. I love the sound, I love the the talent and the the words that you know they have and they came up with. I just absolutely love it. Um I actually like a lot of U2 music as well. I just the the melodies and and See, again, I knew, the, I knew the, we should
0: have booked her Tim. Exactly. The, now the, she's the words preaching. <laughs> <laughs> now we knew we like Allison. <laughs>
1: Uh, but there i mean locally there there are a lot of a lot of people man that i look up to that you know i consider a lot of them friends now and some of them i i know who they are and they probably know who i am but we haven't had a chance to actually just sit and talk or you know jam or, or anything like that and i mean we have such an amazing scene here
0: the local scene, it, it's obviously, it continues to grow so fast. Mm-hmm. And so if, if you, knowing what you know now, if someone was moving to town and they said, Allison, you're a local artist, describe the Huntsville music scene to me as someone moving here from Chicago or from D.C. or something like that. Mm-hmm. How would you describe it? Uh, rich. Um,
1: I would say soulful. Um diversified um and there's i mean there's just a there is like a brotherhood i think with a lot of the musicians here and you know everyone is kind of looking out for each other helping each other along and stuff like that um but it's it's also just very original Uh, i mean you know the bands out here that are just you know, popping out original music in their albums, and, and they're so great. I mean, um, so yeah, uh, definitely original.
0: What would you consider to be um, one of the challenges that the local music scene needs to overcome to take that next step?
1: Mm, let's see. Well, I think, you know, one of the things, if uh, bringing up women in music, you know, one of the things that that kind of aims to do is to identify unknown people. Um, you know, maybe some unknown um, singer songwriters or just singers that they're out there and they don't know how to you know get a gig. They don't they don't know what to charge. They don't know who to contact. Um, so I maybe you know maybe more things like that to help people. Um, know how to get out there maybe you know i know that judy allison does a lot with her uh purple 19 um uh, company as far as helping people and and you know kind of showing them the ropes and stuff like that too um so i think i think more things like that would definitely help
0: yeah because not everyone just gets called to the stage right exactly (laughs) you know (laughs) But um, you mentioned women in music, and, and yeah. that's that's something that you and I have worked on together over the mm-hmm. years, really to a large degree. You know, I remember seeing Seeking Babylon play at InterSpace, like we talked about, and come back and came back and called Alex Dietrich and I think Judy and a few others and yeah. be like, "Hey, you know, yeah. it feels like, like six or seven straight places I went to, I have I ran across really talented female musicians, and." Um, so I think we all kind of got together and said, well, let's compile it and and just schedule a bunch of them so that there are, like you said, a lot of opportunities, but mm-hmm. also a lot of venues that you normally don't book at, right? Mm-hmm. So it's good for the venues exactly. and good for the musicians. Um, when you first heard the idea of a Women in Music weekend, what did you think?
1: Oh, I was ecstatic. I, I contacted you and I was like, hey, I want to be a part of this, you know, not only as a performer, but I want to I help. Like, this is... This, I was so excited um, to hear that, that you guys were doing that. Uh, I mean, it, I think it's great and looking forward to it continuing and anything that spawns from that. I mean, I, it was just very, very exciting.
0: What are some of the um, more rewarding or memorable moments that you have from, the, from participating in Women in Music Weekend?
1: Um, well, the most rewarding for me was the opportunity to hear other people um that I haven't heard before. Uh, some of these new artists, and some of them have been, you know, are now starting to get their own gigs and stuff like that. Um, but there were pla, you know, people that I would go and meet, and I was I would be kind of like, who are you and where have you been? Like, I haven't, why have I never never heard of you? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So that was, uh, you know, I was a big fan and I've always been a big fan throughout the whole women in music, uh, weekend, just because I do get to, uh, you know, a chance to hear everybody. Um, and also the, uh, the girl jam that we did, um, at the uh, beginning of the the weekend and, and getting everybody up on stage, that was that was a big deal for me just because I think it's cool, um, you know, to feel like a rock star. You know, a lot of these people, maybe they're just uh, singers or maybe they are uh, like a solo acoustic guitar singer-songwriter. they I mean, like, hey, come up and sing this song and have this full band of chicks behind you rocking. Like, I just thought that's cool, you know.
0: Let's dig into that a little more because so some people may have not been so. Right. Um, so tell everyone, the listeners, what the all-girl jam. I, think mm-hmm. is that, I can't remember the official name of it, yeah. but we did one at Sidetracks, and mm-hmm. then one at uh, didn't we did one at Humphreys the first year, right? Or Was that something different? Yes,
1: it was the first year at Humphreys, okay. uh, and I think it kind of came at the end. Yeah. Uh, that yeah, and then we kind of revised it after that and started having it at Sidetracks.
0: Well, you were one of the major organizers of that. What was your vision mm-hmm. in creating that jam? And basically having a band in the background and then other people coming up and getting their opportunity.
1: Yeah. I mean, and, and that's it. I mean, that was, you know, I, I wanted them to take them up there and feel like rock stars, you know, and, and a lot of them already are, you know, don't get me wrong. Um, but yeah, so I just reached out to uh, several ladies that I knew, you know, uh, we had Kanita Rogers on keys and bass. Uh, she's amazing. Um, and we had moved Kira back to playing drums and myself on guitar, Lisa Williams on guitar. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I mean, we had, it was, it was amazing. The, the people that we could, uh, Anna Ferguson was on, a, I think a bass and saxophone. So we, you know, we, everyone was very versatile on where we could move them and, you know, and, and, change it out. And just a matter of getting all the, the women together that who wanted to, or could participate in it. Um, and, you know, say, hey, okay, kind of pick a song that we could all n- learn pretty quickly. You know, well, <laughs> that's
0: what blew my mind. That seemed like yeah. it was a really hard it was a thing lot. to do because you were like the band for like 12 different lead yeah. singers yeah. and all their different nuances.
1: Yeah. We, uh, and the last time, uh, Lisa Williams was gracious enough to, to open up her kind of garage space that's like a like a a band room and so we all you know we had schedules of okay the band was there you know your time to come is uh here and these are your two songs you picked and we're gonna go through them with you so it was very crash course of all right this sounds good here's what we're gonna change we're good next person you know it was kind of just flowing everybody through and then once we got there it was just I don't know, we all just settled into it and just had a great time.
0: One of the fun things to see is the relationships between venues and artists mm-hmm. that we've seen come out of there. I know like mm-hmm. Ingrid Marie, mm-hmm. she's connected with the Church Street family establishments and she plays a lot of their places and it really that, that connection was through. Yeah. What are some of the um, places you've played that are not as typical? For example, Interspace. How right. did you end up at Interspace?
1: Right. Um, I'm trying to remember, I th- I think Stewart just reached out to us, I think. He had heard us maybe somewhere, uh, I can't remember where, uh, but he reached out and was like, hey, I've got this little brewery over here, and we were like, absolutely, you know, and and that's been, Stewart is such a great guy, Inner Space is a great place, I I mean, you know, he's been very, uh, you know, open to me saying, hey, we've got this new person, kind of first time gig deal, do you mind if they pop in, and you know, and he's like, no, Come on, bring him in. You know, so he's he's very very good about that.
0: Drink some beer, eat some pizza. to Absolutely. Absolutely. Play some games.
1: Absolutely, yes.
0: What are some other places that you've either uh, performed or you've been to that are less conventional venues in Huntsville? Maybe places that don't always have live music.
1: Um well at the beginning was definitely Miller's because that you know, that's more of a the the bar, you know which they do karaoke in there I think a lot. Um but let's see. Lately, um, lately we've been going to Decatur a little bit and playing at the uh, fraternity, the Fraternal Order of Eagles. It's you know, kind of like a VFW type place or whatever. Uh, and that's actually been kind of fun. So, you know, that's a little bit of a, a different kind of place for us to play at.
0: What would you – that is yeah. um, different. <laughs> um, sounds fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, if if you could pick a really quirky place to play in Huntsville, where would be a place? We've asked that question to several people, and we've had some really interesting answers.
1: Like quirky, like eclectic or something? Yeah, like
0: an eclectic place. that You're like, boy, it'd be fun to put the band together. And <laughs> like Three Caves, for example. Three Caves is kind of normalized a little bit, but right. it's still right. caves Yeah, that they're a very quirky place. Are there any other place you've been like, man, it'd be fun just to do a jam here?
1: Um... I don't know, I've always I've always I've always kind of wanted to play on the low mill dock and I haven't played mm-hmm. there before and I think that's kind of a, a cool eclectic place. I don't know if I don't know if that really fits into quirky, but
0: <laughs> it's a loading dock and a hundred yeah, year old little, yeah. you know, <laughs> mill, so it's a little bit quirky. <laughs> yeah, it's funny to see so much um so many parts of Huntsville that are burgeoning now when you have low mill, Lincoln Mill, Stove mm-hmm. House, mm-hmm. Campus five. Right. You look back and Would you have ever thought you'd be playing, you know, at a former middle school that turned into a brewery or a stove factory? Or, you know, does it surprise you about how all this has happened?
1: Uh, yes and no. I mean, I never thought that, you know, I would necessarily be, you know, playing all the different places that we get to play. And so I'm very thankful for that, you know, to be a part of this music scene. Um, but then on the other hand, it doesn't surprise me. Um, just because Huntsville's great, I mean the way that it's been booming and growing, and I'm so glad that they, you know, took the uh, the middle school development and you know created what they've created out of it, straight to L and Lone Goose and all the other things over there. I think they're amazing. So,
0: I'm going to wrap it up here in a second. Go to the favorite five segment, but before we get there, um, if you were, um. At the stage of your career, if you were the Allison that ca- called to the stage and someone came to you, because you've, you've been performing now and you, you've developed mm-hmm. a, a great following and a great reputation, what would be for a young musician, a young female musician, mm-hmm. um, some of the best advice you could give?
1: Uh, network. Um, meet the people, you know, and it's, it may not happen right away, but when it does happen, take advantage of it. And you know push through the push through the nerves and being scared and even if you can't look at the audience just push forward go for it
0: i think that's good advice um what's up for seeking babylon next we're recording this in january i'm going to post it in a couple of weeks so mm-hmm. what if people are looking at 2022 and seeking ba- babylon and Allison Johnson mm-hmm. as a solo artist yeah what are yeah i some of the solo. 22 goals.
1: Well, let's see here. Um, I've been doing some of the solo stuff at Liquor Express, which has been a huge treat. Great people over there. Um, I, I mean, that's just a, a great little space. Very thankful they've been, you know, allowing people to come in there and do some solo
0: stuff. I, I think it's been really good, and hopefully they'll continue that throughout the year. That's one of the ones, it's interesting, Allison, because that's one of the ones they had some live music, but they, mm-hmm. they signed up every single time we did Women in Music Weekend. Bill and Alan and Everett, the team said is, okay, book us, all the people you can get us. Yeah, yeah. And so it felt like, you know, it's a little bit of an unconventional place. It's kind of a liquor store with a craft beer bar and a right. whiskey bar. Right, so. but
1: you'd be surprised. you go in there, and they've got, I mean, there's tables. They've got a, a full bar right there. I mean, there's plenty of space um, for people to come in and just relax and enjoy it. And And it's more, you know, solo, maybe two people. Um, so it's not loud it's not in your face or you can still talk have conversations and yeah it's a great time uh seeking babylon yeah we're still um still re- over at humphreys a few more times uh so far and uh back in decatur a little bit um and just kind of look we've got a few more private parties uh booked right now and so yeah just looking looking forward to Things getting a little bit more back to normal so we can really get out there.
0: If someone wanted to reach out to Seeking Babylon, how would they do that best?
1: Um, You can email us at SeekingBabylon at gmail.com, and we also have a Facebook. You can just search for Seeking Babylon, and you'll see us. I think it actually says Allie, Kira, and Katie dash Babylon. For Some reason Facebook wouldn't let us just have Seeking Babylon. So
0: I'm impressed that Seeking Babylon, <laughs> our surprise that Seeking Babylon at Gmail was available, right? That's I, I, for some reason I would have thought it'd, it'd be like Seeking Babylon 1234 <laughs> KYT at Gmail, but good for y'all. That's yeah. a good email address. So if you want to book the amazingly talented trio, I guess you yeah. always have a trio, mm-hmm. okay? Trio Seeking Babylon, I encourage you to reach out to Allison and, and the band at seekingbabylon at gmail.com. Um, some of my favorite evenings listening to local music involves Seeking Babylon so well, thank, thank you, you for, for that. that talent. yeah thank you alright so we like to do wrap it up uh, a segment called the uh, favorite five okay and we try uh, there, there are one word they are, are questions designed to be answered in one word although you can expand if you want but it's really trying to find the personality behind the person okay so are you ready for I think so <laughs> five? craft beer or craft coffee oh <sighs> coffee are you sure you seem a little well
1: i I mean i'm really torn that's a tough one i know these are tough questions wow but (laughs) i have yeah i've been a coffee drinker way longer than a beer drinker so i'm gonna say coffee
0: okay electric guitar or acoustic guitar Mm, acoustic no question there yeah a listening lounge concert or an arena concert
1: listening lounge yeah
0: any listening lounges that you've just looked back and say... Um,
1: um, I hope Tangled Strings brings theirs back. Jeez. Oh my gosh.
0: I miss Tangled Strings. God,
1: I do too. <laughs> wow, well, I saw some amazing acts there.
0: Oh, fingers crossed on that one. right? Um, mandolin or banjo?
1: Banjo. Really? Yes. Well, my dad is a killer banjo player. Really? Yes. Love it.
0: <laughs> you play it at all?
1: No, I tried. I, I couldn't get the finger roll down. That That's my problem. I'm, I'm thinking about Picking it back up and just making my own style
0: of strumming, though. Hmm. Strum the banjo with <laughs> <Right>? your daddy <laughs> Right. Right?
1: <laughs> sounds like it would be fun.
0: And number five of Allison Johnson's favorite five, Octoon Baby or Joshua Tree? Mm, Joshua Tree. Good
1: yes. answer.
0: Yes, yes. All right, everyone, that's Allison Johnson, um, one of the co-producers of Women in Music Weekend here in downtown Huntsville and one of the artists on Seeking Babylon. So again, if you want to reach out to them, seekingbabylon at gmail.com. Allison, thanks for joining us on the pod. Thank you so much.
1: I appreciate it, guys. All
0: right, we'll talk to everyone next time on the Downtown Huntsville Explorer Podcast.